plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. Do welcome to our party. This is the Informational Playground. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. And I am your host, Cynthia Bryan. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. And we're brought to the airwaves under the species of Be The Star You Are charity. Well, today's show is kind of a potpourri of a lot of different things I can't get over that we're in the holiday season already. Hanukkah starts this weekend. Christmas is next week. And uh, then there's New Year's. Where did the days go? So we're going to have, um, we're going to just have a little bit of fun today. The Miracle Moment for today brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. You can visit Be The Star You Are at BeTheStarYouAre.org. And this is an African proverb. If it's not good for everyone, it's no good for anyone. And I kind of think that is a wonderful, wonderful model to live by. So that keeps us all more inclusive and kinder and accepting. I like that idea. So some of the things we'll be talking about, of course, Christmas is coming up. And you may call him Father Christmas, St. Nick, or the chubby guy with a white beard and a red suit with a loud ho, ho, ho. But we'll, we will show you how the original Santa Claus evolved. And have you gotten your flu shot yet? I know a lot of people are vaccine hesitant, but it really is important for everyone to get a flu shot annually, especially if you have a compromised immune system. The flu can be deadly and is deadly, and every flu season is different. You don't want to take your chances. This season's supposed to be pretty bad because a lot of people have been masked and um, socially distanced for the last three years almost, and so people are more susceptible. And have you ever reached for that bottle of cough medicine or uh, antibiotic or something and realized that the date says it expired a couple years ago? Well, we'll talk about what expiration dates actually mean, if medications are still safe after the expiration dates, and what you should do with anything that is expired and would not be safe. So are you traveling during the holidays? Are you, um, do you know how to keep your family safe on your adventures? Um, and what about your home? Is your home going to be secure? So I want to give you a, a few tips for the holidays because a lot of people are traveling to go see loved ones or be with friends. And this is the time of year that people who are not so... Um, what shall I call them? Hmm. Maybe criminals. They kind of, you know, might want to take advantage. So as we're enjoying our holiday season, just take a moment to consider some of these safety tips as all of us prepare to celebrate. First of all, 
no matter where you are, be aware of your surroundings, especially if you are out shopping, you know, or seeing the lights or looking at department store decorations. We're often carrying cash or credit cards because we are shopping or we're giving money as gifts. And criminals are watching those ATMs and they're watching banks to identify people who might carry large amount of cash or valuables. And then they could follow them to rob them. Now, if you think this is happening to you, get in your car, lock your doors and windows or uh, call 911 or flag down an officer or drive to a police department or a well-lit active area and follow the directions of the dispatcher on the phone. While driving, do not leave your purse or bag on a seat where someone could easily grab it. And again, keep your doors locked. Now, if you are away from home, you want to lock your house. And when you go, ensure that all your doors and windows are completely closed and secure. Set your alarm, secure and hide your valuables. Use timers so that lights in the house turn on and off at different intervals. Uh, You could ask your neighbors to keep an eye on things for you. It's always good to have a neighborhood watch. And if you don't have one, consider an alarm or a video surveillance system to safeguard your home. Scams are prevalent during the holidays. Don't click on attachments on emails from unknown persons. PG&E will never telephone you to collect a bill. Um, The sheriff's office... um, doesn't call to collect money or, you know, police departments don't call. They don't call for warrants, uh, nor will any legitimate company or agency accept payment over the phone via a gift card. Remember that. Or a green dot card. So if you have any questions about a call you received, hang up, look up a valid telephone number for the company or agency, and then contact them yourself. You can also call the Moraga, uh, not the Moraga police, you can also call just your police department and ask for assistance, or you can always just call 911, of course. Now, vehicle burglars are also really active during the holidays. Uh, You can prevent burglaries by locking your car and make sure to hide your valuables. Um, if you report, and also, if you see anybody suspicious hanging around around cars, report it. Uh, you know, and also, just keep this in mind: things that may not be valuable at all, like an old gym bag that may have just old clothes in it, might appear to be valuable, and someone might break your window or something to get in. So, during the holidays, we are often distracted and we're not paying attention to our driving. So. You know, you want to focus on your driving and slow down, especially if it's raining or snowing, drive defensively. And it goes without saying, I'm sure, that alcohol and other substances do not mix with driving. So if you are going to enjoy some holiday cheer, have a designated driver or use a ride service and just never, ever drive under the influence, or even if you are feeling buzzed. And uh, when you are visiting, like, your in-laws, or maybe you're taking a vacation. A lot of people take tropical vacations um, that if you're living in the snow, you know, the snowbirds, they they go to places like Hawaii or the Caribbean or, or Florida or Tahiti or something. You will be leaving your house and the majority of your belongings unattended while you're gone. 
So the recent research suggests that if you are like most Americans, you may not be doing enough to protect your assets when you hit the road. There was a study conducted by the Harris Poll about home security systems, and it turns out that just about 60% of U.S. homeowners have a home security system, but only about half of those, about 49%, use one to protect their unoccupied homes when they're on vacation. In other words, they have the system, but they don't turn it on. Now, uh, most homeowners do take some safety measures before departing for extended periods. Um, In this poll, they found that 68% lock all their windows when they leave town. But that's really not enough. You know, 100% of people should lock your windows when you leave town. Other precautions include having somebody check your home, and that was at 61%. And that's always a good idea to have somebody just make sure everything's okay. Uh, setting lights on a timer can help. 39% of the, um, the people who were, were surveyed, that they said that they left lights on a timer. Shutting off water, 21%, and hiring a house sitter, 13%. Now, I want to just go to the shutting off water. That was something that I never did before, um, before we went on a vacation and uh, had a a toilet uh, pipe burst, flood our house, and we came home to a river going out our front door. And so, um, you know, very often you're told to, if you have a washing machine, to, to turn off the water to the washing machine. But then that can also cause pressure that will have, you know, not the pipes to break, but the rubber hosing sometimes explodes. So what I've learned uh, from the experience that I had that cost a lot of money and a lot of time, it was over a year and a half to get the house back to normal because it was a lot of water and water is so damaging, is that whenever you leave the house for more than 24 hours, the best thing you can do is to go outside and to turn off all water to the house. I always turn off all the water to the house, unplug the hot water heater because most hot water heaters, you know, have water. If you're not having water circulate, it could blow up the hot water heater. So you unplug the hot water heater and then you turn off the water to the house. And if you have an irrigation system um, or water to the outside, you should turn that off as well. If you have an indoor sprinkler system, many places in California, it is required that you have uh, a sprinkler system in case of fires. It it should be on a separate line so that when you turn off the water to the house and the garden, that doesn't turn off because it's on a separate line. But double check before you do it. Um, nevertheless, a risk experts say that you are best off with a system that would monitor for break-ins and other mishaps, including fire and flooding from storms or leaky pipes. Now, there is something... You know, like, you know, we have fire alarms and and um, burglar alarms. And there is something that's fairly new, I suppose, in the last 10 years or so that you can install on your water system. But it, it does 
take a lot of time and it is rather costly to install, but it, uh, it checks to see if any of your pipes leak and, um, or if a flood is happening. And then that would alert you too. So you could look into it. Vacations really are such a great time to create new memories. Um, but if you do return to a damaged or burglarized home, those memories just kind of go out the window. So you want to take some sensible home safety preparations before leaving because that is just as important as packing the right items in your suitcase. I mean, the research really shows that home security systems and devices are widely underused across the country, but they are powerful tools to mitigate against unoccupied home theft, fire, and water leaks. So just to um, summarize, to give you some peace of mind this holiday season, Remember to lock your garage and all of your doors and windows and then double check them that they are locked and then install install some outdoor lights. Use automatic timers to set your interior and your exterior lights. And by doing that, it also gives your home the appearance of occupancy. I know lots of people, if you have a, um, you know, a, a radio or a system that can turn on you know, turn on music or talk radio or something. A lot of people do that. So that is something else you can do. Uh, Something that people forget is to stop their mail package and news deliveries. And it's very easy. Uh, You pick up a form at the post office. You put in the date that you are leaving and the date that you're coming back. And you have the option of either having your mail and packages delivered to your house on the date that you say uh, that you specify or you can pick it up at the post office and that really helps because if newspapers and mail is piling up it's a sure indication that you're not home also if you have valuables that you know are just invaluable you want to put them in a safe deposit box or uh, stow them away someplace that is not going to be an easy find for whoever it would be that might decide that they want them. And um, this is a big one. And it's something that I really recommend is wait until you return from your vacation or your trip to share photos on social media of where you are or where, you know, what you're doing or where you're going and all of that. And you can also use those privacy settings to control who sees your posts because you can be sure that especially during the holidays, um, people who have crime on their mind are scrolling the social media accounts to see who says, you know, where they are or where they're going. And I do know people who have been burglarized by with that exact uh, scenario. Um, If you have a lot of electronics at home and you're leaving, make sure to unplug anything that you don't need that to be kept in. And then um, give maybe a trusted friend or a family member a key. They could check on your home while you're gone and then bring other keys with you. And again, I just want to say make sure to turn off your water because um, homeowners, from what I understood, from our homeowners insurance is that um, more than fire and more than burglary, water damage was like the number one cause of the major, major insurance claims that they have. 
So you don't want to be one of those people that have these insurance claims. Well, you are listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And when we come back from break, I'm going to give you just a little history lesson on Santa Claus, that chubby guy from the North Pole. Don't go away. I'll be back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, this is always a favorite time of year for me. I mean, I I get so excited about seeing all the Christmas decorations, you know, when you drive around and just talking to little kids. Kids are so excited about Santa Claus. And I just remember being so excited myself and looking in the night sky every night to try to see if he was making any uh, dry runs. But I mean, a lot of people don't know how we got to Santa Claus. And I just thought I would give you a little rundown of some of the um, milestones because who was the real St. Nick? He actually was not a chubby guy from the North Pole. He was really from the Mediterranean. But here's how he evolved. In the 4th century, St. Nicholas of Myra, that is a a place in modern-day Turkey, he was a bishop, and he was hailed for his generosity. He was famous for having thrown a bag of gold through a window as dowries for three poor young women who wanted to get married, but they had no money. 
Now, the day of his death, which is September, I mean, it was December 6th, it is still celebrated as St. Nicholas Day in several countries, Armenia, Austria, Germany, the Netherlands, and other countries. And I know when I lived, I lived in uh, the Netherlands for about 18 months, and um, Sinterklaas, that's how you say it in Dutch, Sinterklaas, um, December 6th, was a bigger celebration day than than Christmas Day, and it was something that we really looked forward to. Now, fast forward to the 17th and 18th centuries in the New World, the children of the English colonists, so the New World, we're talking about America, they are encounter other immigrants, and they learn that Dutch tradition I'm just talking about of, um, of Sinterklaas, where you set out wooden shoes, that's what Sinterklaas did, and Sinterklaas would leave some some, uh, you know, some coins and little presents in your wooden shoes or near your wooden shoes. And then they also heard of Christkindl. That was actually a, a German gift-bearing angel who was female. She was a female angel and that who brought gifts. And then the English kids, they mispronounced those words, the names, and instead of saying Sinterklaas, they said Santa Claus. And instead of saying Christ Kindle, they said Chris Kringle, respectively. And that's how those two uh, became who they are, Santa Claus and Chris Kringle. That's the 17th and 18th century. So then we go to the 19th century. And the Santa narrative fills out, another, just like his belly gets bigger, and now he is commanding a flying sleigh, thanks to Washington Irving's Knickerbocker's History of New York. And then we find out that Santa is sliding down chimneys, and that was gratitude to Clement Moore's The Night Before Christmas went all through the house. We all know that one. And then we also learned that kids are being watched from the North Pole because Thomas Hart wrote this in Harper's Weekly when he did these cartoons. So there was a lot of newfound glee for Jolly St. Nick, and that led to the first department store, Santa, taking a post at a shop in Philadelphia. And that was in 1897. The New York Sun responds to an eight-year-old's letter with the famous editorial, Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And then in 1912, the U.S. Postal Service provided an address for all those kids that wanted to write letters to Santa and had a wish list. And the address, just in case your kids want to write a letter to Santa, is Santa Claus, North Pole, Alaska. <laughs> and then 1931 rolls around, and wouldn't you know it, it has to be like a commercial. Coca-Cola solidifies Father Christmas's iconic look. They deck him out in a corporate color of Coca-Cola, red and white, plus a big belt, and they make an ad campaign. And it was the illustrator... Um, Hayden Sundholm, he employed a friend, a retired salesman, as a model for Santa. But when the friend dies, uh, Sunblown, he used his own image to paint the big guy, but he looked in the mirror. So he looked in the mirror and he painted Santa Claus to look like himself. I thought that's a great piece of trivia. 
1958, the North American Aerospace Defense Command set up a Santa cam to track the Jolly One's Christmas Eve ride. And due to a typo in the 1955 Sears Roebuck Company catalog, kids trying to phone Santa via a hotline ended up ringing the Continental Air Defense Command. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Now, today there's an app that we can go to, and it's... um, noradsanta.org and I just checked it out so it's n-o-r-a-d santa.org and I just checked it out before the show and it says and there's a very cute um, illustration and it has like elves you know and and reindeers hopping across the screen and it says check back on December 24th to watch Santa's sleigh ride through the sky going around the world so I think we all have to check back at noradsanta.org on December 24th because that is pretty fun I know that we used to go to a a midnight mass um, a catholic mass and which was always beautiful. And then we couldn't wait to get out and look at the sky because we always saw Santa just zooming through the sky. Now we come to 1994, and this is pretty funny, and you can check this out online. Um, just Google it. It was the first SantaCon. And what <laughs> it was an overly festive bar crawl. It started taking place in San Francisco. So San Francisco was the launch spot for this. But over the last few decades, more than 350 cities from Atlanta to Zurich and host countless very rowdy revelers getting their drink on while they have their Santa suits on. And there are very funny uh, pictures um, online that literally looks like thousands of people dressed in Santa Claus and they're bar hopping. And then in um, 2015, kids, you know, kids are always going to believe in this wonderful person of Santa Claus. But in New York City alone, the number of letters to Santa that arrive at the post office is over half a million. So that is a pretty exciting thing to think that there are over half a million. And then this past weekend, um, that's what volunteers of Be The Star You Are and I were doing. We were doing a um, Santa Day at 5A, and it was so fun because we had little kids came to our booth, and then they wrote letters to Santa. Then our volunteers took them in to meet Santa and the elf, where they got to have a free picture. And then they got to go have snacks and hot chocolate and hot cider and cheese and apples and then, of course, candy and other goodies. And uh, parents had, you know, coffee and hot cider. And then they got to, they left with a stocking full of goodies. And the event was all free. And um, I, again, want to thank State Farm for sponsoring us because it really made it special that we were able to do that. Now, um, the other thing, there's, I want to give a few um, reminders that you have what you can do to keep, make the holidays bright because we're definitely on the home stretch. So you'll, you'll want to keep it as simple as possible if you want to, um, you know, if you want to enjoy it. So you can keep the holiday decor to a minimum. You don't have to haul out, you know, all 300 boxes 
of decorations every year. I have made mine a lot simpler this year. And so that is that is really that is really good. And you can buy things instead of baking things. And I gave a few things. I gave a few tips of this last week. You know, if you wrap presents as you go, it's going to be easier for you. But the most important thing is for you to just enjoy yourself um, during the holiday season. Now, um, this is important. I'm a really big believer in the getting the. Um, the flu shot. I think that it is it is really critical. And you know, there what's happened is you might feel like COVID nineteen is a thing of the past, but unfortunately, the researchers are fearing another surge is coming, and they think it's going to be coming um, this you know this this holiday season, which is not so good. So we have to take precautions and. If you haven't had your Omicron shot or your booster, now is the time to get it. I know a lot of people don't want it, so I'm not trying to uh, twist your arm, but I'm a believer in it. It's kept me pretty healthy and kept my family healthy as well. It does take a couple of weeks after you get your vaccination for your body to mount an immune response, and that uh, protection should stay strong for at least two months. So... If you get boosted now, uh, you'll be good by New Year's. So, and then, you know, a couple of months after New Year's for sure. Uh, if you are going to be gathering with people, and especially if you have not had any of the vaccines, you know, be kind and take a rapid test before you gather to avoid unknowingly spreading the virus to your loved ones. The at-home tests, they will pick up newer variants like the B. Q1, but if you test negative and you have symptoms like sore throat or body aches and fever, you should still stay home. I know after Thanksgiving, so many people came down with COVID. <laughs> and so that isn't, that's not good. Um, and if, especially if you have underlying conditions, you could really get sick. Or if you give them to older people or to younger kids. So I, you know, be, be cautious. We all want to get together, but we still have to be safe. And then stay safe while you're traveling. Masks are not required for most travel anymore, but um, most of the doctors, especially from, uh, I'm looking at Boston Children's Hospital physicians right now, they're recommending wearing one, at least for certain portions of your trip. In general, the air quality on planes is better uh, than on trains or on buses. But so if you're on a train or a bus, you should wear a mask. And you should definitely mask in the airport and when your plane is taxiing because the filtration systems are probably not turned on when the plane is grounded. And um, and again, if you're on a bus or a train, just mask for the whole journey because they don't have filtration systems. And then don't forget about all the other viruses. In addition to the COVID-19, the flu and the RSV are really getting a lot of people sick now and hospitals are filling up. Uh, One of my good friend's um, son is the director of emergency care at a major hospital here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And the hospitals are already filling. So, you know, it's an extra reason to take a precaution 
like masking during travel and avoiding high-risk settings like uh, crowded indoor events before your holiday plans, particularly if you're going to be seeing anyone who is uh, immunocompromised or otherwise valuable. I mean, vulnerable. Everybody's valuable. Everybody's valuable. So the whole idea is is that we definitely just want to take care of um, of our loved ones. And getting to the flu shot, don't forget that flu shot. Uh, ever since I've been getting the flu shot, which is ever since the flu shot came out, I get an annual one. I have not had pneumonia and I haven't had flu. I, I know for some people it doesn't seem to matter, but for me it works. So I'm a big believer in getting that flu vaccine every year. And there's been so much focus on COVID-19 vaccines, it's really easy to overlook any other vaccinations like the flu shot. But according to Cleveland Clinic um, uh, physicians, they're saying it's really important for everyone to get it this year. The flu shot and other vaccines are especially important for people with diseases that compromise the immune system, and that includes rheumatoid arthritis or any type of arthritis, or if you have diabetes or uh, heart disease. So why do you want to get a flu shot? You get, the, uh, you get the flu, first of all, by breathing air that is contaminated with the influence of virus from someone who has the flu. Now, your symptoms that could include fever, cough, sore throat, runny nose, body aches, headache, fatigue, they can be mild to severe. And don't those symptoms, they just sound like the same as COVID. But of course, you know, flu and COVID are, are related. So while most people recover fully after a week to 10 days, some people are at risk for developing flu-related complications that can lead to hospitalization and even to death. And little children, older adults, and then people with chronic diseases, those are the people that are in the high-risk category. And every single flu season is completely different according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And millions of people get the flu every year. Hundreds of thousands of people are hospitalized and thousands to tens of thousands of people die from the flu every single year. So we have to protect ourselves and others. And the best defense against getting the flu and spreading it to those around you is the vaccination. The flu vaccines uh, cause a production of antibodies, which provide protection um, and protection against infection about two weeks after the vaccination. And every year there's a different strain of the influenza virus that circulates. And therefore, that's why new vaccines are created each year. Now, the effectiveness of the vaccines can vary, and it depends on factors such as age and health of the person being vaccinated and how close a match the vaccine is to the strain of the flu virus that is circulating. Now, from everything that I'm reading this year and hearing from physicians, the vaccine this year is very good. It is really, really helping to prevent the flu. So that's another reason to get it this year. Um, even if a vaccinated person comes down with the flu, it's likely that the vaccination is going to reduce the severity of illness and would keep them out of the hospital. So it's kind of the same thing they say about COVID. Now, which vaccine? 
There are several vaccine formulations that are licensed for use in the United States. Now, most of them are an injection given with a needle, but there is a nasal spray. So for adults under 65, it doesn't really matter which one you get, according to the physicians. People with an egg allergy can safely receive any formulation of the flu vaccine. But those 65 or older, they need to get a high-dose vaccine. It's called flu zone high-dose. And the vaccine contains an, um, an adjuvant, which is an ingredient that helps create a stronger immune response. So the, the vaccine that is for adults 65 and older are more potent and they're more effective for people because older people have aging immune systems. Now, people who don't like needles, they can just get the inhaled vaccine. It's called flu mist. However, it is a live attenuated vaccine. It can't be given to people who have a compromised immune system or on a medication that would suppress the immune system. And that includes people with rheumatoid arthritis. So if you have rheumatoid arthritis, you cannot just take the flu mist. But there's a lot of new guidelines out from the American College of Rheumatology that reinforce the recommendation that all people with any kind of rheumatic or uh, musculoskeletal disease should get a flu shot every year because drugs that suppress the immune system which people with those kinds of diseases um, often have, can have effect the vaccine response. So you have to talk to your doctor about getting the flu shot. That's the most important thing. And there's been a lot of vaccine fatigue, as we know, since the start of COVID-19 pandemic. But in my opinion, it's important to stay up to date with immunizations and especially that flu shot every year. And there's a couple of other adult vaccines that are really important. Um, pneumonia is recommended for all healthy adults 65 and older or adults 90, 19, not 90, 19 to 64 that have certain medical conditions. So again, talk to your doctor. And then the other shot that is really um, important is the shingles shot. It's called Shingrits. That is a vaccine for adults 50 and older um, or for people under 50 who are immunocompromised. And it's given in two doses, space two to six months apart. I've, I hear that if you get shingles, it's really painful. So um, that is my, um, my vaccine information for this segment. When we come back from break, we are going to talk about the expiration dates on medication, what they mean and what they don't mean. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I'll be right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. It's the holidays, so let's make ourselves happy. Happiness is a choice. By creating more joy and happiness in your life, you're going to be a better person. Joyful people are optimistic and energetic. And to help yourself on the journey to more fun at home or in the workplace, write a to-do list every day. And at the top, write as your number one goal, enjoy myself. 
Recharge your batteries with enough sleep, a good healthy diet, and some fun social interactions. Share positive feelings and accomplishments with your peers. Respect yourself and others and see humor in mistakes and imperfections. Allow yourself to be playful and identify the activities that make you happy. When you are joyful, your enthusiasm will be contagious in the company, allowing your bottom line to also have more dollar signs. So it'll make your friends, your family, and your business happier and more successful. It takes more muscles to frown than to smile, so smile a lot. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show Okay, well, I'm glad that we are back. So, What does the expiration date on medication really mean? If you are just joining us, you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I am Cynthia Bryan, and we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and uh, this is the same channel that Express Yourself Teen Radio comes to you uh, on on Sundays at 3 p.m. So getting to my next topic for today is the expiration dates on medications, because how can we be sure that a medication that we need is still safe to take? So have you ever reached for a bottle, you know, it could be aspirin or Tylenol or decongestant or whatever thing, you know, just something in the moment of need, right? And then you look at it more closely and you see that the medication has been expired for months or maybe it's even years and you ask yourself, huh, I wonder, is this safe to take? Uh, Will it still work? I mean, could it make me sick? So just so you know, kind of like on food, the expiration date isn't as firm a cutoff date um, as it might seem. It is the final date by which the manufacturer guarantees 
the full potency and safety of the medication, but many drugs remain safe and effective after that date. And a study conducted by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on behalf of the military found that 90% of 100 over-the-counter and prescription drugs tested were still good to use, listen to this, 15 years after their expiration date. Whoa. So that was 90% of 100 over-the-counter prescription uh, drugs, I mean, uh, over-the-counter drugs or prescription drugs. So sometimes those expiration dates definitely uh, are are not for real. But now there are exceptions. So if it's within a few years of the expiration date, the medication is still probably close to as, uh, as effective as it was. And this is according to a PharmD, a clinical pharmacy specialist at uh, the Cleveland Clinic. There really haven't been reports of safety concerns, especially with oral tablets uh, taken past the expiration date. So I, I want to um, just reiterate that. There have not been reports of safety concerns with oral tablets taken past the expiration date. So neither Dooley nor the FDA endorse the use of medications beyond their expiration date. But if you're in a pinch or you took a drug before you realize that it expired, you're not likely to suffer any negative consequences. But there are some some exceptions to this. Um, They don't recommend using antibiotics past the expiration date. And this is the reason. Because if they've lost any potency, they won't effectively treat your infection. And that could lead to resistant bacteria. Another one that we have to look out for are eye drops. They are a medication to toss once they have expired because there's a chance with eye drops that they wouldn't be sterile anymore. And if they're not sterile, that could potentially lead to an eye infection. Now, any refrigerated medications like um, uh, biologics that are used to treat, you know, um, any kind of arthritis or psoriasis or anything like that, They don't have a shelf life, so you need to toss those. They can lose potency. They can become unsterile once past their their expiration. So, again, just to repeat this, it's pretty much antibiotics, um, eye drops, and any refrigerated medications. Those are not good. Now, safe medication storage. For medications to retain safety and potency, they need to be stored correctly. And what the recommendations for storage is that um, it's usually the storage recommendations, by the way, are on the packages. And all storage recommendations could be unique to that individual product. Ironically, The worst place to store your medications is the place that probably most people put them. And that is in the uh, medicine cabinet that would be in the bathroom. And why is that the worst place? 
It is because the bathroom is where it is going to have the most heat and humidity because you have showers and baths, and that accelerates the breakdown. So instead, it is better to store them in a cool, dark place like maybe either a nightstand, in a closet, or maybe on a high shelf in a kitchen cabinet. But you have to keep them away from heat and humidity. And then how do you clean out your medicines? So that you don't encounter a bottle of Tums that, um, you know, is 15 years expired right in the middle when you're having a heartburn episode, you should probably at least annually go through your medications and maybe just look through your medications, see what is expired, and then follow the directions on the box for disposal of medications safely. The bottom line is that using most prescription or over-the-counter oral medications past their expiration date is not ideal, but it's also not likely to harm you. However, you can't trust that it's going to have the full benefit that it would have if it wasn't expired. But again, the three main items that you do not want to use after they are expired are antibiotics, eye drops, and any kind of medications uh, or anything that is, you know, for medical use that you have to refrigerate. So as soon as those are expired, you know, get rid of them. And how is it safe to dispose of your medications? The best way to dispose of expired medications is through the drug take-back program. There is a U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency-sponsored national prescription drug take-back. You can find that if you go to dea.gov forward slash take-back day. Um, and they do this. They, they have a, a take-back day every year. So that is one way you can do it. Another way is when a drug take-back program isn't an option, you can mix your medications with something on savory. You could mix them with like dirt, coffee grounds, kitty litter, and then you could throw them in your household trash. Uh, this will make the drugs unpalatable to any animal or to any human who might accidentally come upon them. And then something else about um, your prescription medications, by the way, is if your prescription, if you have a, a medication that has your name, it probably has your birth date, it might have a phone number, it has an account number, it might have other information on it, um, it is recommended that you always tear off that label and separate the, and tear up the label and separate the label from the medications. And then do, as I just said, mix the medications with dirt or coffee grounds or kitty litter or something like that. Now, you don't want to flush medications down the toilet because um, almost all FDA websites, they have a flush list. Now, some drugs can cause environmental problems if they get into the water. And so the, the best thing is never just never think about flushing them down the toilet. That isn't the proper way to do it. So again, be safe and check the expiration dates. And just with the final minute I have here, I wanted just to um, 
give you a couple ways, you know, speaking, since we're on a health kick here, to help save your back because a few simple health Habits can lower your chance for back pain, and especially this time of year when we're doing a lot of BLT, bending, lifting, twisting, you know, we're putting up Christmas trees and lights and all of that, um, we could have more bouts of back pain. So first of all, maintain good posture. That's really important. Whether you're sitting at a workstation or in a chair, you know, just reading a book, make sure that your chair supports your lower back and If it lacks support, use a rolled towel or a lumbar pillow. The point is to maintain that natural curve in your lower back. So support your lower back can also help bring your shoulders up, which can relieve tension in your neck. And for your neck, when you're reading, don't hold the book or other reading material too low down. At least some of the time, hold it in front of you so your head is not bending down toward your lap. Uh, You could use a chair with arms at a height that your elbows need to rest on. Don't ever sit too long. You know, try to get up. I know sometimes I'm having to sit too long and then I get up and I'm hurting. And then when you're lifting, follow simple rules to reduce the stress on your low back. Uh, Bend at your knees. And wear a support, a uh, a back support. And then also stretch to strengthen your muscles. So that will always help. Well, that is our show for today. I hope you will be enjoying the holiday season. Remember, you can always have what you want and do what you dream and brave brave what you fear. You just have to see it done in your mind. And make sure you're tuned here every week to Star Style, Be the Star You Are with me, Cynthia Bryan. I want you to change your life, make your dreams come true, and hopefully give you some information that can make your life better. For more information about Star Style Productions um, or to buy any of my books, which make great Christmas presents, go to CynthiaBryan.com. You can click on the Star Style store, and there is still time to get these gifts before Christmas. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know that you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And remember, I came out with a new children's book this year, No Barnyard Bullies, working on the second one that'll be out next year. But kids are loving it, so it's a great book to get for uh, Hanukkah or to put under the Christmas tree. Until next week when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a really fun holiday season. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, enjoy. And I'll be with you next Wednesday so we can celebrate Christmas together the day before Christmas Eve. Don't don't uh, don't leave me in the snow. Be here. Be with us on Star Style. Be the star you are. Have a great week. Happy holidays. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, 
entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.